0: This is the Ike Wingate Show.
1: Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join
0: the show now. Text 870-505-1518.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host,
0: Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate.
1: Ike Wingate.
0: Good morning. Welcome to Thursday, September 14, 2023. So glad you are here. Bright and early. Celebrity birthdays on the way. This day in history. Random facts and headlines from around the globe. Next hour, we'll tell you about a good story where a lady found a wedding dress for $25 at a thrift store. But let me tell you, this wedding dress was not just any wedding dress. Plus, Stranger Than Fiction features a Wisconsin bar who said they would pay everyone's tab if the Jets lost on Monday night. Well, guess what? That didn't happen. And uh, tips for curing a migraine coming up as well next hour. It's all on the way, plus a whole lot more and your outdoor moment. In the eight o'clock hour. It's all being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law online at Ozarkjustice.com or give them a call, 479 253 1234. It is time for your celebrity birthdays. Uh, let's see here for September 14th, 2023. All right. Where are we here? Uh, Emma Kenny, Darlene's daughter Harris on Roseanne and the spin off, The Connors, is 24 today. Jessica Brown Findley is 34, who played Lady Sybil on Downton Abbey. Danielle Peck, country singer, 45. Ryan Sutter, he was on The Bachelorette, is 49. Andrew Lincoln, who played Rick Grimes on The Walking Dead, is 50 today. Rapper Nas is also 50. Kimberly Williams Paisley who played Peggy Kenter on Nashville and Dana on According to Jim, and Steve Martin's daughter in The Father of the Bride. She's also the wife of country singer Brad Paisley. She's 52 today. Faith Ford, who played Corky on Murphy Brown, is 59. Melissa Leo, who played Goldie, the owner of the comedy club on Showtime's I'm Dying Up Here, is 63. Mary Crosby, who played Kristen Shepard on Dallas, is 64. Morton Hackett, the singer in Aha is 64. Country singer John Barry is 64. Steve Berlin, the saxophone player in Los Lobos is 68. John Bowser Bauman from Shanana is 76 today. It's National Coloring Day and on this day in history in 1814 Francis Scott Key wrote the words to the Star Spangled Banner. In 1847, American forces seized control of Mexico City in the Mexican-American War. 153 years later, we agreed to hold the Latin Grammy Awards as compensation. <laughs> not quite, not quite. That happened in 1847. President McKinley died on this date in 1901 from a gunshot from wounds he'd gotten eight days earlier when someone shot him during a public appearance in New York. He was the third president to be assassinated In office, JFK was the fourth. The other two were Lincoln and Garfield. In 1936, the first full frontal lobotomy was performed. Let's see here. Kenny Rogers received his Hollywood uh, Walk of Fame star on uh, this date in 1979. The Golden Girls, thank you for being a friend. That debuted on NBC On this date in 1985. And in 1999, Disney World closed down for the first time in its 28-year history due to Hurricane Floyd heading for Florida. And on this date in 2009, Patrick Swayze died of pancreatic cancer at the age of 57. And the following year... In 2010, George Michael was sentenced to eight weeks in prison for getting high and crashing his Range Rover into the front of a photo store. you got to have faith, but sometimes you just can't drive your car through a store. That's just not, not how it works, George Michael. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. Good morning. It is time for your random facts. New Jersey. New Jersey is... The only state where every county is deemed urban by the Census Bureau. Pretty, yeah, highly populated area. Every passport in the world has a cover that's red, green, blue, or black. Okay, every passport, depending on where it comes from, the color's red, green, blue, or black. So if you're trying to forge a passport from another country, don't do it in white or yellow or something like that. I don't know why you'd do that, but I'm just saying if you did. Ketchup probably got its name from a Chinese sauce from the 1600s called Kau Chiap. It was made of pickled fish brine and spices. Kau Chiap. The woman who invented the sports bra made her first prototype out of two jock straps. Her name was Hinda Miller. She helped invent it in the 1970s. She went on to be a state senator in Vermont eventually as well. Okay. Disney used Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. With an F and dwarfs because of V-E-S, like dwarves. It was dwarfs. Because dwarves didn't become the most popular spelling until J.R.R. R. Tolkien used it in The Hobbit a few years later, huh? Now it's dwarves- Those are your random facts. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Let's go to look now at your headlines from around the world. Of course, today's show brought to you by Thurman & Flanagan, Attorneys at Law. Our first headline is U.S. inflation accelerated in August due to a jump in energy prices. The Consumer Price Index, a measure of goods and services prices, rose 0.6% in August from the prior month, the fastest pace in uh, more than a year. More than half of that was due to higher gasoline prices. So-called core prices, which strip out volatile food and energy, rose by 0.3% last month after even lower readings in June and July. And federal tax cuts are here to stay, and so are exploding budget deficits. President Biden and the GOP gearing up for an election year battle over extending the 2017 law that lowered taxes for individuals and businesses Republicans promise to continue all tax provisions scheduled to expire after 2025, while Biden has proposed extending them for almost all households. He also, wants to sharp, he also wants sharp tax increases on roughly the top 2% of the U.S. income earners, but it's doubtful he could achieve much of that, even if Democrats control Congress. The two parties tacitly agree that income taxes on the vast majority of Americans can never go up, which means a permanent budget imbalance That both bemoan, but don't seem eager to change. How about you just cut, why don't you cut actual expenses? I'm sorry, I just don't, uh, I don't get it. I mean, I do get it, but it doesn't make sense. Kim Jong-un and Vladimir Putin pledge deeper relations on military, economic, and security issues. The burgeoning friendship between the North Korean leader and the Russian president has the West nervous that Pyongyang will provide munitions To support Moscow in the Ukraine war, at a meeting at Russia's main spaceport, Kim declared confidence in Putin's ability to win the war without mentioning adversaries by name, according to Russia's state news agency, TASS. Those are your headlines from around the globe. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Coming up next hour, it is your outdoor moment with Chase Tressler at Innovation Outdoors, brought to you by Arkansas Elite Welding Academy. So hang on for that. But right now, let's do this. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. Well, this is a story in Alabama. It's a woman who took to TikTok to show off a wedding dress that she paid $25 for from Goodwill. Goodwill. This is Amali Osterhout. She tells us the designer and how much the dress is actually worth.
1: I found my wedding dress at Goodwill for $25. And it fits me like a glove. I found it online, and the original price was like. $6,200. $6,200. It's by Galia LaHoff. Um, Paris Hilton, her most recent wedding dress was from this brand. Uh, Beyonce has worn this brand before.
0: Oh, her most recent wedding dress, huh? It fits like a glove. You remember that. Wasn't that Ace Ventura, I believe? Yes. Uh, well, cool. That's called a bargain hunter right there. $25 at Goodwill, but worth over $6,000. That's uh, a good a good story of a good deal, is it not? If you've got a good story out there, email it to show at IkeWingate.com. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, these fans thought they were in for a free tab. Monday night, football fans at a Wisconsin bar went from cheers to paying for their own beers. The bar offered to pay everyone's tab if Aaron Rodgers and the Jets lost. Now, while Aaron Rodgers did suffer a season-ending injury, the Jets still won, actually, in overtime. Uh, The TV reporter came out of a uh, taped bit from when Aaron got injured to the groans of the crowds seeing the Jets win in overtime. Take a listen to what it sounded like. So... There's a loud roar when Rodgers leaves the game hurt in the first quarter. And the mood has changed considerably. That is because the Jets just won the game on a long touchdown in overtime. You could take a look. This is the reaction from a bar where people are realizing the bar tabs, they've been racking up all night. The bar was going to be paying that tab. It is setting in. They are going to have to go to the bar and pay that tab. Wow well they were taking they were cheering for Aaron Rodgers injury and then well it came back to bite them as the Jets ended up losing in overtime which you think about it for the bar the whole time everybody was you know the Jets were behind the whole time everyone's racking up a tab and not only did it go into just the regular uh, regulation it went to overtime so it was a long game people were thirsty. And they were thinking the whole time that the bar was going to pick up their tab. And then at the end, they dropped the check right in front of them. Sweet poetic justice. That is stranger than fiction. Good morning. Good morning. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. Do you get migraines? Yes, I know some people out there do. My wife gets them occasionally. I've had maybe one or two ever. It was terrible. Maybe like three. Uh, But nonetheless... Nobody likes to have migraines, right? And, you know, there's all kind of things you look up online about how you can cure them and what is this going to do and blah, 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 blah. Well, have you ever tried anything like this? Somebody on TikTok claimed that you can cure a headache, specifically a migraine, by soaking your feet in hot water. Hot water. Yeah, that's right. So obviously, you don't want to, like, pour, like, scalding hot water in there, but you... But but the hotter, the better. And so one expert actually confirmed that this works. A doctor in Maryland who specializes in acute and chronic pain explained why it could help. The hot water dilates the blood vessels in your feet, which pulls blood toward your legs and away from your head. After 10 or 15 minutes, he says it should relieve some of the pressure up there and help with the pain. A bunch of people in the comments say that they've tried it and it really does work. But even if it doesn't, uh, there's not really any side effects as long as you don't put super, super hot water in there. All you're giving yourself is a nice uh, a nice foot bath or whatever they call it, you know? But uh, give it a try the next time you get one of those migraines. I know at that point you're willing to try just about anything, right? So next time, feet in hot water, you're welcome. Good morning. And a very pleasant good Thursday morning. You know, at this time, every Thursday morning, we do our Outdoor Moment with Chase Tressler at Innovation Outdoors. You can find them on Facebook with some uh, great content for you outdoor enthusiasts and just good knowledge about what is happening outdoors in the Ozarks. It's all being brought to you by... Arkansas Elite Welding Academy. You could be earning real money as a professional welder in as little as three months. Arkansas Elite Welding Academy is a private trade school less than two hours away in Quitman, Arkansas. Arkansas Elite combines individualized training and decades of instructor experience, which gives you a realistic on-the-job environment And that's going to give you a leg up as students have the most sought-after skills in the industry after studying at Arkansas Elite. Tours are available on most Thursdays at 9.30 a.m. And you can get more information at ArkansasEWA.com. That's ArkansasEWA.com. Or call them at 833-ELITE-10 and make sure you tell them Ike Wingate sent you. All right, time now for our outdoor moment. Chase, good morning to you.
1: Well, good morning, Ike. It is a wonderful Thursday in September here. The temperatures are great, especially for those out there bear hunting. You know, bear season opened yesterday, and these temperatures are perfect for that. I hope all the guys and gals out there chasing the bears are being safe and having a good hunt. I know the acorns have been falling here lately, and if you're a deer hunter or a bear hunter, you know the struggles of that this time of the year. So good luck and stay safe. That being said, this morning we're going to talk a little bit about our equipment for hunting, you know, archery. Uh, If you have already in the field hunting, hopefully you've already gone over this, but if you've not made it out there yet or you're looking forward to it, let's go through a few little checklists to check on. We're going to start with your, you know, the strings and cables of our bows, you know, that's real Important, you want to check and make sure there's not too much fraying going on, or a cut string, or something that looks too damaged. You need to get it checked or replaced, whether it's a string or a cable. Now's the time to do it. Make sure everything's in good condition. All those contact points, whether it's coming around your cams if you're on a compound bow, or maybe the slide areas on a crossbow and the cams. Make sure your strings and cables are in good condition and they're not damaged where they could break on you. Let's go back to the the limbs and stuff on our bows. Well, I don't care what kind of bow it is, whether it's a crossbow or longbow make sure your limbs are in good condition there's not any splintering or cracks or any type of visible damage that you might see look them over good if it's compound crossbow, something like that make sure your limb bolts are in good and secured there's no cracks or damage there the pins and the set screws and stuff in your cams you know double check that make sure there's nothing protruding or nothing that's coming loose or might have worked out or it's amazing what can happen during a storage area if you've not used your equipment in a while but always double check the these things also make sure you're zeroed in whether you're shooting a crossbow with a scope you know a longbow and you're just you know using your eyesight or whatever pins on a cross on a compound bow whatever you need to know that you're hitting where you're aiming so uh, make sure everything's good that way the most important thing of an ethical kill is shot placement so make sure your sights are aligned and need to be where they are also let's talk about the uh, meat missiles themselves whether you're shooting aluminum arrows crossbow bolts you know some type of other other arrows there's all sorts now that people use but check the ends of them up by where the inserts are where the broadhead goes in make sure there's no splintering or cracks that you see from you know longevity of use being shot into targets or maybe hunting last year you know if there's any cracks you need to get rid of it don't shoot it make sure your fletchings are on good and secure there's no spots where the glues come loose and they might fly off during during a shot and then make sure your knocks are in and secure where they need to be or the end of the bolt is secure you know double check that stuff last thing broadheads you know the broadheads are one of the most important parts of of your equipment so make sure your blades are good and sharp or replaced if you've been shooting them into targets and personally i don't care if it's bag targets or you know mckenzie targets 3d targets i want a good brand new sharp blade whenever i take you to the field so make sure your blades are in good condition your points are sharp if you're shooting mechanicals make sure they're free they're working good the blades are opening if they have rubber bands that hold them make sure they're not dry rotted and in bad condition but make sure all your equipment is in good shape we want to be good ethical hunters and we owe it to the game where we're chasing to give them a Good, clean, ethical kill that comes with good equipment, the best we can afford and provide, good shot placement, and good broadhead. So everybody have a great weekend. Get that out there and get in a field if you can. And stay safe, and we'll talk to you next week.
0: Now, your headlines. An Arkansas lawmaker has introduced legislation targeting the federal minimum wage and citizenship. Senator Tom Cotton and Senator Mitt Romney introduced the Higher Wages for American Workers Act. Yesterday, The bill proposes a jump in the federal minimum wage, but only if employees can verify their citizenship status. The bill would increase the federal minimum wage from $7.25 an hour to $11 for uh, over four years of a rollout. Employers with less than 20 employees will, ha- will have a slower phase-in. And three squad cars belonging to the Hughes Police Department in St. Francis County, Arkansas, were set ablaze early Tuesday morning. According to Hughes Mayor Lincoln Barnett, the vehicles were found fully engulfed in flames in the City Hall parking lot. The mayor said it is suspected that this is an arson incident. Arkansas State Police are assisting in the investigation. And one lucky person matched all six numbers in the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery Lucky for Life drawing on Tuesday night making them the winner of the grand prize of $365,000 a year for life. The winning ticket was bought via the JackPocket app, and the winning numbers were 3, 11, 13, 26, and 45 with a lucky ball 13. The winner will have the choice of receiving $7,000 a week for life or taking a lump sum payment of $5.75 million. The winner has yet to claim their lottery winnings, but the Jackpot app allows players to conveniently see a photo of their ticket and get notified automatically if they're a winner. Those are your headlines. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Thursday to you out there. Well, i tell you what. Are you the kind of person that uh, when you don't know how to do something, you just go look it up, like on YouTube or Google, like how do you do this? I've done that with many of those, you know, around-the-house projects, you know, little how-to kind of videos to help you figure out how to take something apart or put something back together. But uh, the questions that we're Googling out there in 2023 are interesting. Google says that how-to searches are more popular than ever, except for earlier in the pandemic when we were Googling how to do everything at that point, lockdown and Googling, I guess, from baking bread to finding toilet paper. Oh, just the essentials. They released a big report on the how-to searches in the US so far this year. Here's some of the highlights. The states asking the most how-to questions are West Virginia, Utah, Kentucky, Arkansas, and Oklahoma. The top how-to searches overall are how to draw. Huh. How to pronounce things. Yeah, I look that stuff up all the time. New word, something I don't know how to pronounce, I look it up. How to tie a tie. Every time I wear a tie, I have to look it up. I don't wear ties except for very, very, very unique occasions, typically funerals. Otherwise, I don't wear them, so I have to Google it. I know, I know. 42-year-old man that doesn't remember how to tie a tie. How to screenshot something is another thing that we're, we're Googling. How to get a passport as well. The top how to help questions include how to help anxiety, how to help people, and how to help constipation. When you got to go, you, uh, you know... Not when you got to go, you got to go. I guess when you need to go, you need to go, and you need to know how to go, right? The top how to be questions include how to be better, how to be a man, how to be happy, how to be yourself, and then how to be a player. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Someone's literally looking up how to be a player. It's like, you know, 12-year-old boys or something like that. The top how to clean questions include how to clean shoes, how to clean leather, how to clean mold, how to clean ears. And then the top of how to make is how to make money, and then how to make rice, and then how to make eggs. Well, money and rice, they go hand in hand on the how-to scale. The top how to fix questions include how to fix a zipper, how to fix Wi-Fi, how to fix an ingrown toenail, and how to fix a relationship? Well, first fix your zipper, and fix your ingrown toenail, and then you'll be able to fix that relationship. That's what I would say. All right. So uh, that's according to Google Trends. Nobody, there's nothing on here about how to find the Ike Wingate show on uh, on people Googling. That's kind of weird. Uh, that's that's insulting. All right. Good morning.